gentlemen, ladies, everybody in the chat. Um, episode 77 is here. Damage per second podcast, DPS for short. Um, super excited to be here with you guys. Uh, had to take an extra day of a hiatus, you know, life got in the way as usual. But um, we're here and um, definitely looking forward to all the topics we have today. Um, if you didn't know, this show will be available on all your podcast services over the weekend. So, you know, if you ain't catch the live show, check out the replays, you know, in the audio version. Or just come back here and listen to us um, talk about all types of crazy stuff, why we got gameplay up that probably has nothing to do with the topic at hand. But um, with that being said... Um, oh, only only when Forte posts. Oh, uh, no, do, do, does the gameplay have nothing to do with the topic? That's just... Uh, you know. no, that's the, Well, you know, when we got filler... It, well, well, we're not going to have any gameplay for the Nintendo topic because... <laughs> Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, who plays Nintendo? <laughs> <laughs> Nintendo. But um, for the most part, um, happy to be here. But um, let's get into it. Homeboy, slow-mo backslap, the man, the myth, the legend, the man with almost 5,000 views on his Elden Ring review and didn't even think he would get half of that. Slow-mo, how you been? What's been going on with you? Well, it's been, uh, it's been a, a trying couple days, but uh, hey, look, man, it's, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm glad to be here. I'm glad to be among the, uh, the, the DPS family out here just you know talking about games and talking about what's going on in the gaming industry and just uh, you know keep for a couple hours keep my mind off of the uh you know other stuff so like i said glad to be here let's do it man yeah definitely always glad to be here man and um i ain't gonna lie yesterday you know you know sometimes when you you got stuff set up and then when you then when we don't go through it that day, you kind of feel relieved because you don't realize how tired you really was. <laughs> right, mean, right, like right. Woke, like when we, we moved it, I was like, oh man, I guess I'll go to sleep. And going to sleep was like at 1030. <laughs> and the show would have still <laughs> been going if if it wasn't for the fact that we moved it to today. But um, yeah, man, definitely. But, you know, with that being said, shout out some people that's in the chat. We got... um. Mitchie dies a lot saying what's say hello everyone hope your day was good and I am sorry about the loss of your friend slow-mo yeah that slow-mo yeah, I, I know we, we appreciate that slow-mo talk to some people you know I let him be other ones but yeah that's the reason we had to move yesterday nobody's trying to deal with stuff like that when they find out about loved ones and friends on that day um I'm not going to pronounce it because I'm going to say it wrong. Go ahead, slow-mo. Rosale double O. Rosale double O. Okay, okay. I'm going to put that in the memory bank and actually remember. You, you, you've said this for the past three weeks. Okay. I did. Okay, whatever. Uh, Ham Solo. You know, so, so Ham to you with the three hellos. Always appreciate you, brother. Hustle and motivate. Yo, first of all. Hustle. First of all, guys, if you haven't, if you haven't checked out, you know, the Attic Show, which airs weekly, on the Iron Lords podcast with Lord Attic and um, Hustle and Motivate. You guys should check it out. One of the um, most uh, informational podcasts that's out there, you know, have a lot of really good conversations. And uh, I usually don't say that much about a lot of different shows because most of the other shows don't do it as well, but I really appreciate their insight and the stuff they talk about. So make sure you check those guys out whenever they're live. Uh, we do see slow-mo backslap, you know, maybe that's a dot ball ganger or something. I mean, is this like, you know, um, a, is this like an April Fool's Day? You got an extra person in the chat with slow-mo's name on it? Uh, who knows? And th that you gave mod access? 
Oh yeah, that's true. Dang, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> uh, then we got um, <laughs> we got Kryptonite up in the chat, and um, yeah, but we we appreciate all you guys. Shout out to you. We missed you guys over the last week. So slow mo. Let's get yeah. into the first topic. You know, get all the pleasures out the way. Let's talk about the PlayStation Plus announcement. The three new tiers, technically four, but that only applies if you're in an area where, you know, certain things aren't available. Uh, oh, pause, 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 pause. Look, 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 look at the topic. What, where? What topic? The, the, the topic that you typed. Yes. Do, do you see anything wrong there? Which, which one? In the... Uh, okay chat title. wait are you talking about, wait, wait, are you talking about the title of the video or the or the actual i'm i'm talking about the topic the actual topic chat do you guys catch the issue the the misspelling of the word equal oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i see that whatever. oh my god whatever it's like once a week anyway let's well, you just gotta catch it. one okay while i was typing it <clears throat> last night before I went to sleep, and um, I was sleepy, so you know what? Just and you, and you can't spell equal. Okay, uh, understood, understood. Hey, look, let's let let's let's get into so uh, you know the what? PlayStation you, Plus you, you tiers. Know, you do talk about the PlayStation Plus tiers, and you we'll get into the second half of it <laughs> as I fix the blunder that I put into oh, okay. this. Okay, so so we we finally got the details to Project Spartacus which has been rumored ever since I think it was first revealed by Jeff Grubb and Jason Schreier, I think late, late last year. And so um, for a long time, it had been uh, rumored about what would, what this would be. And people were speculating that it was going to be a competitor arrival to game pass. And people were speculating whether Sony would do uh, their first party games day and date whether they do like a timed release later on into the service, yada, yada, yada. Clearly what we have been told and it turned out to be true though, is that PlayStation now, which was the streaming service and, and streaming, not all hundred percent streaming anymore, but the service that seemed to be somewhat of a competitor to game pass uh, prior to uh, the, re- <laughs> the reveal this week was uh was going to be phased out which made sense considering playstation now as a product uh just represented nothing good like the the name was sully uh and for good reason when it was first revealed it was not a good service and overpriced like it's it's was i think it was like twenty dollars a month for some almost no playstation 4 games a lot of PlayStation 3 games, but uh, they were all streaming. And those games, were, uh, the performance of those games and the latency of the stream of the, the stream games were very, very poor. And it just was not worth the price uh, and the performance either. And so, although they've made improvements, uh, I think p- partially due to the existence of Game Pass. Once Game Pass became a thing, we started to see the price of PS Now go down. We started to see that they uh, started to bring in games that you could download, primarily PlayStation 4 games, because the PlayStation 3 games still can't be due to cell architecture, x64 uh, um, 
architecture, that all that stuff with the PS3 uh, games. Anyway, we got the reveal this this week, and I would say universally, most people are disappointed. Wouldn't you agree? <laughs> I don't know why, but they are. <laughs> okay, all right, we'll, we'll get into that. Well, we'll, let's talk about what these tiers are because there's three tiers and essentially what you have here is there is the the playstation plus essential tier which is strictly just playstation plus everything that you have with playstation plus is there is in this uh, the same price is nine dollars a month uh sixty dollars annually for for you know in dollar you know dollars in the united states uh what that translates to in different countries you probably already know um and you get your your two games a month you get your uh ability to get cloud saves you get the uh access to online paid online games and there you have it that's pretty much what playstation plus is now so that hasn't changed at all uh there is playstation plus extra which is 15 dollars a month hundred dollars a year and uh could you could you put the the graphic back up for the uh the tiers oh i was i was gonna put the one up that had the actual descriptions because i didn't have oh oh oh, go ahead do your thing oh no problem um extra gives i think it gives you access to like 400 additional games yeah 400 ps4 and uh mixture of ps4 ps5 okay yeah so that so extra i think might probably end up being the the better the best option i guess for people that depends on it depends on you right if you just all only have ps plus then you probably are thanks you're probably just you know good to continue what you're doing um like other people who are subscribed to these services uh you probably have received the email from sony by now explaining uh how uh, what the new changes are and how they affect you and what you're subscribed to. Um, but I think probably the biggest thing that people seem to have an issue with is the PlayStation Plus Premium, which is what is that? Twenty dollars a month? Uh, yeah, PlayStation Plus Premium includes everything. Oh, eighteen dollars a month. Yeah, eighteen dollars a month. One hundred and twenty dollars a year. PlayStation Plus Premium is just PS Now, which is sixty dollars annually. And PS Plus, which is sixty dollars annually combined, and that's it. They and and I think the big disappointment to kind of get into it. Well, I think the big disappointment that people have in the Forte can kind of talk about. You know what his thoughts are is that they didn't add anything extra to this. I don't understand why it took them so long to even come out with this. Like, were they? I don't know if they were internally grappling or debating whether to add the new things to this they rather to go add maybe like hey you'll get first party games in here a year after launch or whatever like what were they actually uh trying to figure out because the end result of this like they could have made this decision in a week and then rolled this out because it's literally everything that they were already offering just split up in certain tiers and if you got essential, that's just PS Plus. If you got premium, that's PS Plus and PS Now, and and that's it. Like the only thing that seems that may have been some kind of debate would have been what to put into extra, I guess. Yeah. But 
Forte, what do you think, man, about this? What, what were your so thoughts on it? I re, if I remember correctly, they yeah they added PS One and they did add PSP to the yes. They yeah, okay, so because they had those games, okay, cool, they added cool. those games and they made PS One, PS Two, and PSP games downloadable, whereas before PS Two games and PS Three games were um, streamed only. Well, PS3 games are still streamed. PS3 games are still streamed, but all of the... So basically, PS3 is the only one you have to stream if you want to play those games. The other ones have a download or a stream option. They did. Mm-hmm. They also did add... Um, <laughs> they also did add demos to the um, premium tier, which... Right. Is, so which let, is, let, can we discuss that a little? Oh, we're definitely going to discuss why demos should not be part of a paid subscription service, and they should be something that you natively get by just owning the platform because there's guess what slow-mo when you buy a ps5 what do they do they give you a collection of what slow-mo games they give you a collection what? of games not even they don't what? give you demos they give you collection yeah. of games so why is it so hard if they're willing to give you full-fledged games which are with, with just purchasing a ps5 Right. Why can't they just give you access to like, oh, if you're just on PlayStation Plus or just a PlayStation 5 owner, give you access to a two-hour demo okay. or maybe no, three-hour uh, demo uh, games? Okay, I'm going to try to give them the benefit of the doubt oh, here. Yeah, and here, and, and here here's, this is what I'm going to try because like, I agree with you. Demos should free demos should be free like free, demo free like demo. It's, it's it's a freaking demo like right. you should you shouldn't have that behind a paywall. That's silly. But if this doesn't change, for example, Tales of Arise had a free demo, right? Uh-huh. Like, but that was a free demo everywhere. Like, everyone had that demo. Well, not PC, but like mm-hmm. Xbox had it, whatever. Uh, or here's another, okay, that maybe that's not the best example because everyone had that demo. So, of course, that would be free. Um, there was a demo of Babylon's Fall, and there was a demo of strangers of in paradise of paradise i think that may have been that demo may have been exclusive you know here's another one um which third-party game always has their demos exclusive on playstation i can't remember is it capcom is it resident evil no it's not resident evil i can't remember what it is but there's there's a there's a third-party developer that always has free demos on on playstation i think if it's just the if it's the third party demos that don't change and they stay free, cool. But right. if it's like a first party, for example, if they come out with factions two this year and that free demo, the demo for factions two is behind the paywall, then okay. Like I can see that being kind of an incentive, although I I very loosely. Because that really kind of doesn't even help them out. Because usually, when you do demos for like a multiplayer game, the the benefit to the 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 developer and publisher is that they get people to try the game and they get to test the game and fix bugs before launch. Right. Because having more eyes and playing the game um, is, I mean, at that point, we all become QA testers. That's true. So the more people you have playing the game, the better. You put it behind the paywall, that's going to be less people playing the game mm-hmm. by default. So even then, like, I still, you know, I try to find a way to, to make it make it make sense. <laughs> it it don't. Sense. It doesn't make sense. Like, it's it just seems like they're kind of struggling to find something to put into, into, value, yeah. 
and and really like i kind of think they should have just gone ahead and said like hey look our first party games year after launch they're going into the service facts at least and so yeah and so like look it's there it it provides value to the service and if you were the kind of gamer that's like man i don't wait for my games i'm not waiting i'm not gonna have stuff spoiled i'm not gonna you know like like watch other people play this game and 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 like alec i'm not gonna spend my money you're good. It doesn't change anything for you. Day one, you're going to buy the game at $70 day one, and you're going to enjoy it. But there are others who may be on the fence with it, or maybe they they wouldn't try it. Hey, look, a year after launch, that game is never going to recover the sales clip that it was doing back right. when it first launched. So at that point, that could give the game a second life to the people who weren't too enthused with it initially, but it, it's in the service, and they're, and they're subscribed to it. And so they'll be like, hey, I'll I'll try out Returnal now that it's in the service, and then maybe they'll end up liking it. So I think that would have been a better idea to have as part of the the premium package. Yeah, but, yeah, no, I I agree. It just it just comes back to just looking at the tier. So the reason I was what well, I was talking about earlier, it, you know. I struggle with people's opinion on this and not yours in general. I, I think yours is pretty much in line with mine. Uh, and not just because of people's not in line with me. Don't mean I respect your opinion. It's just that it's crazy hearing people's opinion on this. Whereas they were upset at the offerings that were given. I think, I do think Sony kind of got a raw deal on this whole conversation when it comes to just talking about the PlayStation, um, subscription service the playstation plus revamp because they officially themselves had never came out and given any details on what this service was they they're not even the ones that gave it the, they're not even the ones that came out and talked about the code name for it this was all leaked information exactly that was all brought up by different you know, media outlets right. or people that were, you know, supposedly PlayStation insiders that were talking about this. And it kind of put Sony in a position whereas if this wasn't what people hoping it was, they would be upset and disappointed in what Sony was doing. Right. I literally just took this at like the moment I saw the leaks, I was like, oh, that would be cool if they did this and they did that. But I just think, and we've been saying it on this show, we've been saying it on BRAP and everywhere else that. This is just going to be a, a revamp in the and basically a consolidation of their services. They're just going to. You think what the, they the leaks did did Sony a disservice because they created an unjust hype oh, they, for something that they didn't that wasn't going to be there. Right, right, because like they never they never officially came out and said, "Hey, look, we got something cooking. It's going to compete against Game Pass. Watch out, Game Pass." They didn't well, say any of that. Well, no, now Jim Ryan did come out and say that when they were he was in an interview talking about Game Pass, he was talking about that you know Game Pass is something that is on their mind, and they are they said they do have something cooking up to basically you know is answer. that this they said they're See, yeah but that's what i'm saying that's not this and people are taking that conversation as is what this is yeah like it, they could have something else in store right and this was always something that was separate a revamp and a way to deal with ps now because like really that's what look you've you've got you've got uh um you've got services that are being unused You've got cloud services that are barely being used, you um, and, and because it's 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 connected to PS now. You've got like infrastructure 
stuff that you've you've put money towards, invested in, and put in place that over all the years that you've been doing it has not even cracked five million subscribers to it ever. And so, like, you have all of that here. What, what are you going to do with it? If if it's the name that that like, because look, there are people, right? There are people who didn't know about the changes that PS Now had. Mm-hmm. People didn't know the price got cut in half. Right. People didn't know the majority of the games you can download. People didn't know it was like 800 games in it. People didn't know a lot of stuff about it. And and why would that? Because the 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 brand of PS Now was was synonymous with trash streaming cloud games. Right. And so people just they completely ignored it and never gave it a, a a second thought from then forward. And so it didn't matter what they changed. It's PS Now. I don't care. And so at that point now you have to rebrand it because like I said, like we said, this really isn't much different than what they were already offering here. Right. But now it's a part of PS Plus, which had 50 million subscribers before this change. Mm-hmm. Now you, you're actually putting these services that you invested money into to use because there are going to be people out here who maybe allowed them on the essential tier who may decide, oh, man, you know, just for X amount of dollars more, I might just bump up to that. So, like, I get that, but that could have been completely separate than doing like we're going to have a competitor to game pass like and so like like they at no point said that this revamp of ps now was going to be that so look all i'm saying is that like it's it it ain't much the the right home about you know this is for and i know there were a lot of people um who were who were excited for this and excited to see what was going to be and they got a little disappointed the fact that it wasn't more, there wasn't really like, and I don't think a lot of people thought day and date because they've been talking, uh, the, the talk of we were not doing that. We don't feel the need to do that. And they reiterated that, um, in comments Jim Ryan made this week, but like people, some thought that there would have been some kind of like movement towards, Hey, you know, first party games a year, a year after launch, they're going there right. or, or we're gonna make sure like like we everything that's PS4 or everything that is first party that's old is available in there. Cause there's a lot of like stuff like from Insomniac, like the resistance games mm-hmm. aren't available. Like there's 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 games that they have that are own first party games that are just not available in the service, which compare and compare it and comparing it to Game Pass, literally everything that is a first party game or IP that they own almost damn near everything is in game pass. I, I think maybe only like some original Xbox games yeah. that they own IP are in there, but like all the Bethesda stuff is in there now. Uh, all of the exiles games are in there. Double yeah. finds games. Like if they acquired the developer, they put as much as they could put in there. I don't think all of Obsidian's games are in there because they've worked with so many different publishers so many over different the publishers, years. Yeah. But like they, you can see the concerted effort to get that done, and that isn't really, really reflected on what Sony is doing. But but I, I think that probably would have been a little bit more 
of an incentive, at least put that into like extra, like PS Plus extra, like every first party game from like PS4 generation on back is all, you know, it's all, it's all in there. You, you're going to get those games and, and feature that talk about that. Like, Oh, Hey, look, we got all the, all the Sly Cooper games. We got all of the, uh, uh of those, those resistance games. We got everything in there now that would have been, I think that would have been cool for some people who are older gamers and, and, and care about that kind of stuff. Yeah, and and I think it's cool. I mean, the thing. Yeah, super chat by the way. Yeah, I see it, and um, I do, I do agree. I do think it just comes down to <laughs> your overall ability to just <laughs> comprehend that there's a difference between leaks and rumors, and an actual <laughs> the actual company coming out and stating what the actual thing is. Um, but yeah, shout out to the homie gaming with persona. Shout out to the DPS crew with the $10 holler. We really appreciate you, bro. Uh, make sure you check those guys out too. Um, they do uh what's up PlayStation every tomorrow. Yep. Tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning. Check them out. I believe it's 11 a.m. is what time they go live. I can't, I'm always at work and I just turn it on and I see them. I think it's 11 a.m. EST when they go live, but uh, check yeah. those guys out because they, um, do a lot of cool things on their channel. Plus, they get really, really big PlayStation people on their channel, too. So um, definitely check them out if you want to know everything PlayStation. And check out their individual channels with um, Persona and Bari running very successful channels over there, too. So appreciate you as always, bro. But um, I think it just comes back to like that in general. But like I said, the service in general, I don't hate. I like it. I have PlayStation now. I have uh, PlayStation um, Plus. So I'm going to be grandfathered into this premium tier. And you know what the real... Cool oh, you too? Oh, yeah. I'm already, I, yeah, I'm already going to be I, in the premium I, tier because I have both. Yeah, I have both. And, and honestly, and I'm starting to kind of look at it like... Because like, I've been paying for both. Like, and every every time PS Now, I get an email. Hey, we've renewed your PS Now. I'm like, oh, yeah. You were forgetting that you had it. <laughs> I still had that. Because I don't use it, you know, even though it's like I had, like, I, I made mean, when I first got it, I used it for like maybe like three or four months. I played a lot of games through it. I, that's why I realized that a lot of the games that I, I, I thought were pretty cool to see in Game Pass were also in PS Now. I was like, oh, I mean, they got that too. Oh, they got that too. So, like, I, I, I played a lot. I played the, the, um, did you get it when it was on sale too? You got it with like half off or some crap like that? Yeah, yeah, I got what was happening before they before they they dropped the price to exactly what I had paid. Yeah, um, remember. Uh, there's uh oh Gravity Rush. Like the first time I ever played Gravity Rush was through was through PS Now, and I was like, yo, this is a really cool game. I, I wish they would have continued it. Yeah. Um, uh, so like you know it's it, the same way I like Game Pass. I like I like PS Now. So uh, I think Game Pass all was getting more day and date third-party games in which uh which kind of you know had me jumping back in to kind of check some things out every now and then a little bit more but like i'm starting to kind of now i'm starting to kind of look at it like yeah when's the last time i played a ps now game a game through ps now so i don't know like been a minute I, i mean look the thing the funny thing was is that they just renewed my ps now a month ago so here I look. I, I'm doing the same thing I did the past two years. Well, they already renewed it, so I guess I got it for another year. Well, they, well, I guess they got <laughs> a year to I, prove to you to see if you want to keep it for another year. And 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 that's always the mindset. 
that's always the thought I tell myself until until the next year comes up and I forgot that I was still subject. Which is which is exactly what they want. Which is exactly how all these companies want us to 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 think. They don't want you to think about how much you're paying. They don't want you to think about that you're still subscribed to something that you don't use. Because as far as they're concerned, they didn't do anything to get you to pay money. Right. Do you know? And, and, and as long, I mean, but, look, but see, this is why I also think that Sony won't do day and date with their first party games. Because they feel like what people will do is they will sub... They will well. They will upgrade their sub um, from PS Plus Essential mm-hmm. to PS Plus Premium or whatever to whatever tier gets games first party day and date to play that game. And let's say they, it's Horizon Forbidden West, and they beat it in a month, and then they downgrade their subscription back to Essential. You see what I mean? Mm-hmm. Then now it's like we didn't capture really the revenue that we wanted from that because people basically just subbed for, because look, look, let's, let's make that comparison to game pass. Cause that's not what Microsoft wants with game pass. What Microsoft wants is that in like take this year, for instance, where they have released nothing first party in game pass yet, but there are people who are still subscribed. Mm-hmm. People still paying 10 to $15 a month. That's what they want. Now, if they get that money off of you on an annual basis, Game Pass pays for itself. Mm. Fun, the funding of everything they're trying to do pays for itself. But if people are like, I'm not subscribed. And I'm not going to subscribe until there's something that I want to play. And so Starfield's coming out in November. There are people who are like, I'll resubscribe when Starfield comes out. And then after they play Starfield for like a month or two, they unsub again. Mm-hmm. That's not that's not what they want. That's why you gotta have consistent content. That's why you gotta have a big like third party game launching in the service on like a quarterly basis. Because mm-hmm. then before people decide why 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 am I subscribed to this? There's always something else coming out that might catch their interest and keep them in. And then when once they they play through that, ah oh, man, that was great. All right, well, what's next? Oh, there's something else coming up? Mm-hmm. Oh, what's that? See, that's like it's like the the whole carrot on the stick thing, keep you going. But if, if they're not really providing anything people start to wonder and then they, they they look at their bank statements and they're like what is this what is what is, what is that ten dollars a month game oh yeah i'm still subscribed to game pass i haven't used that in like six months <laughs> crazy let me just go ahead and cancel that because i'm not using that yeah see like you got to keep people engaged and so if they know they can't do that they can't they're not trying to release games in that cadence they're not trying to push the developers to make sure they release games in that cadence and they ain't trying to spend the mo- kind of money that you need to spend to get third party developers to put their games in their day and date then no you're not even going you're not even going to jump in that pool you're not going to do it so 
No, I, I agree. I, like I said, it just ultimately just comes down to that. Uh, a couple of people in the chat had a lot of stuff uh, basically to say about it. Um, Dark Princess talked about the PS1 and PSP games. I think that's actually a really, really cool thing, especially if you're a person that haven't played those games in a super long time or you, you know, I, I hear people always talking about PSP being one of their favorite uh, handhelds and not being able to have some type of library of those games to play. That's going to be a really, really cool thing for people at that tier to actually try out. Um, we also have um yo shout out to Blade X and we up in here. You know, we got V of X up uh, Blade here. X said if demos were free, then why would I buy the game? If Ratchet uh ripped apart had a demo, it was like five uh, five hours long in the demo, I could just speed through it and uh save myself the sixty to seventy dollars. Wait, well, where are we getting five hours from? What I've say, never you know, he just put they just put the number on the fact of how long would the demo be. Yeah, but I mean look, a five hour demo, I mean, is that the full game? Well, so like game, you can speed run the game that long but i mean I, that's but, the thing. I don't but think most demos aren't like a full that. game like most demos well, I, are not a full game I think like are thinking like how ea does there because ea gives you the whole freaking game for the most part i think but they only get but they cap it at 10 hours and and 10. you can't beat the game in 10 hours yeah. for example uh kind of like that that great a game but mass effect andromeda you had 10 hours with that game uh, you couldn't beat you'll Mass Effect be Andromeda. You just live and ma- and matter of fact, hours. like it, I think it ended. I think it ended 30. after the first mission or something like that. So like, yeah, like even then they, they didn't give you, you the full the game. Oh, that's it. All through the yeah, uh, Anthem. They didn't give you the full game there. Um, um, Tales of Arise. I brought that demo up earlier. Tales of Arise. They gave you like a bunch of levels. You were like at level thirty or something, level forty. Uh, they put you in an area um that wasn't even like the beginning of the game and they gave you a mission i don't even think that mission was in the the full release of the game and so but you were allowed to for as long as you wanted to just roam around the open world not necessarily open world but like that little section of the world and fight the enemies that were there and you could go camp and then they were respawned it allowed you to get used to the combat and and how the game would be but that wasn't a full game at all the yeah. full game was like 60 hours to beat so yeah it's it's yeah though that's a demo you know demos are rarely ever the full i've now i can't think of a single demo that was the full game yeah said so razier was like uh, i think a sony could go day and day if they changed the price to quarterly uh, I mean, the thing is, Sony Sony could go day and date if they want to, but I just don't think Sony is set up. We The thing is, we want a company to follow the footsteps that's a billion-dollar company to a trillion-dollar company. It's like the, the two things don't add up. I mean, I understand the allure of PlayStation mimicking what Xbox does, and we get these amazing experiences like God of War and you know, Ratchet and Clank and Spider-Man and stuff. We get that stuff day and day. Horizon, Forbidden West. But Sony's just isn't set up financially in a place to do that, especially when their games are already selling in the tens to 20 million. You know, uh, as much as we love what Xbox is doing with Game Pass, would Xbox be doing this if their games were selling 10, 20 million a copy? Likely no. Probably not. The, uh, yeah, probably not. I, uh, although... I mean, I think look, they would still have some type his, of service. I think they would be yeah. more willing to have their games in a service like that. It probably no, would be I, I, I think 
if their games were selling great, they would still have Game Pass, but I don't think their games would be day and date exactly. in Game Pass. The reason why I say they would still have Game Pass, they would still have some kind of subscription service, is because they have other markets that they're in. For example, Microsoft Office, mm-hmm. where they don't have any competition Not whatsoever. It. They have a service there. <laughs> and yet they they not only do they have a service there, you, you goddamn they do any everything possible to not be in Office 365 and to just get a actual like I I paid for my version of Office. It's installed. I have my product key. If I need to move it to a different OS, whatever, and that's it. I'm not paying you monthly for it. Leave me alone. Like mm-hmm. you, you gotta go jump through some hoops to get that. And most likely, you're just getting an older version of Office. Mm-hmm. So, and they don't like, anymore. right? So they they're 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 really hardcore on the subscription services thing. I do think that if their games were were like if if Halo Infinite instead of having twenty million people played the game, twenty million people who bought the game, yeah, that probably ain't gonna be in game. <laughs> they probably wouldn't have that in Game Pass. So Yeah, it yeah. just I mean it just comes to popularity. At least not day and day. Well it just comes down to popularity at a certain point. You know, you, you wanna think about just think about YouTube in particular. Think about how we edit our videos and render them and stuff like that. You got free options and stuff out that you could do. You got places like DaVinci Resolve where you can either buy it for three to $400 or you can just do the free version. But we all know the industry leader in that is, uh, well, there's two. You got, you know, you got for uh, Apple, you got uh, I think Final Cut. And then you have Adobe for PC, which is on everything. And it's almost the industry standard. And guess what? Adobe used to be able to get it, just buy it. Used to, it used to cost like $1,600, $1,700 for the whole suite. But guess what? They said, screw that. We can get people to subscribe to this thing on yep. a monthly basis. Is it called uh, Creative Cloud? Is that it? Yeah, it's called the Creative Cloud. And yeah. for, for like I have it, you know, I have it on a student discount where it's, you know, 30, it's 20 bucks a, a, a month for a year. I mean, for 20 bucks for the first year. But after the first year, it goes up to 30. After the second year, it goes to 50. So everybody that gets into this service, if you're not starting at the ground, you're paying 50 bucks a month to be able to access the creative cloud, something that they used to sell to you as a full product for $1,600. You can't even get it anymore. So that just lets you know that, you know, they're willing to, these companies are willing to bypass, you know, the long-term, the, the, the upfront money for long sustained growth when it comes to like services, because that's, that's revenue coming in. Look at what uh, Grand Theft Auto with Rockstar is doing with um, Grand Theft. You know, you can go out and buy the um, the shark cards and stuff like that, but they got a lot of people that's going to be jumping to that subscription service that gives you what five hundred thousand credit uh, uh, dollars per month for six dollars a month. Now, some people are going to say that's not enough money, but guess what? There's going to be people that's going to subscribe to that. And guess what they're going to also do? They're going to spend money on the microtransactions on top of what they're getting in that subscription service. So subscription service fit there. There's a there's a subscription service for everyone, but it's not made for every individual person to be in every little subscription service. Some people are going to see the value in one over the other. I just think PlayStation is doing the right thing by consolidating first 
and they're going to add, you know, benefits to the service later. I, I'm just disappointed that they added stuff like demos and stuff behind their highest tier, which I just feel like shouldn't be a thing. You should, you should just inherently get those demos just to mm. experience them. Because guess what? The more people that can play those demos are going to be more people that get a chance to interact. I also think the smartest thing that nobody's really talking about we talk about how Game Pass is one of the fastest um, growing, you know, video game services when it comes to what they're doing, because Game Pass is, is growing as much as we don't think. Some people say, oh, that's all they got, 25 million people. That's a lot for a service like that, especially the first of its kind when it comes to this type of growth. But Sony, let's be for real, slow-mo, they did something really smart that people aren't talking about. It is going to the point that everybody's getting grandfathered into this new PlayStation revamp service at when it goes live in June. And the reason I say that's because everybody that is on, on basic PlayStation plus guess what tier you're going to be in. You're going to be an essential. You're going to be the essential PlayStation gamer. That's going to get the same benefits that you got right now when it comes to your two free games and you're going to get your online access. You're going to get that. And we all know that right now, PlayStation Plus has 45 million people, close to 50 million people that are just subscribed to just the Plus network. So, you know, you know, everybody like, you know, these companies like their numbers slow-mo. They like to come out and brag about, we got 50 million people of our 120 million people ecosystem inside our service. The moment PlayStation um, releases this and they release those numbers, guess who have, who will have the biggest subscription, you know, you know, service in video games. Sony. It's gonna be Sony. It's yeah. gonna be Sony. They're gonna have people that's gonna upgrade. They're gonna have people that's gonna, you know, probably fall off. But for the most part, that 45 to 50 million people, that number is either gonna stay very, very um in, in line to what it is now, or it's gonna grow. And the thing is, they don't have to separate how they're doing it. All they gotta do is just say, you know, in our new PlayStation, you know, plus services that we announced, you know, two months ago. For the first couple of months, our our active, you know, monthly users is 60 million people. And when they come out and say that compared to Game Pass, Game Pass at 25 million, 30 million, Game Station Plus at 60 million, they're gonna go to these developers and say, hey, you know, you know how you wanted to put your game in Game Pass? How about you put it in PlayStation, you know, plus in our extras tier? And we get, you know, you get a bigger footprint of people that's already inside of that service. And of course, there's going to be numbers that's going to be thrown around to see exactly what that's going to do. But we always talk about how Sony leads by example when it comes to like just their footprint. The more people that you can sell your product to, the more people are going to be interested in being on your product. So I do think that's the one place where Sony has a huge head start on Microsoft because they have... They have the the numbers. They have the numbers already in place to have a successful service by just converting people over. Where Xbox still, you know, I think those numbers are going to grow in line with the games that they release. And sooner or later, it's going to be a diversion point. Are these games like Starfield going to really move the needle for Xbox? Is Xbox really happy with the growth that they're seeing with their games on the PC marketplace when it comes to being on Steam? Because I do think that's an underrated part of the Xbox strategy that people don't understand that they sell a lot of their games on Steam. So I think that kind of helps with the losses that they are seeing on the console side. But is it enough to make up, you know, the losses that they're seeing on a console? But I also think that 
Xbox Game Pass can be a, a loss lead forever if Xbox and Microsoft wants it to be because they can sustain it because they're such a big company where no other company outside of Google and Apple can pretty much do that. So, I mean, what do you think about, what do you think about just that in general? Well, I, I, I do think that that can be some, some leverage for them, you know, especially if they are aware that, Hey, like, like Microsoft is courting X publisher to get this game on game pass at launch. They could be like, yeah, you could go over there with the 25 million game pass, or you could come over here and launch it here for and and then and and they could say look we'll we'll pay you up front less but we'll still give you the same option where people can buy your game at a discount potentially and we got double the 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 subscribers they got so what are you going to do you know so like like that that could be a possibility i could see that happening um i don't i mean how many developers would do that or how aggressive are they going to be with that? Who knows, you know? Hmm. That's true. Yeah, I see Dorian Gray said, and then Xbox can just roll live into Game Pass. That's $100 million. Well, the difference between trying to roll live into it, live isn't a part of Game Pass. You yeah, have to, and, and this... You have to be yeah. you have to be subscribed to Game Pass for that number to count. Whereas PlayStation, they're converting everybody over because yeah. once again, and, and PlayStation Live is, is cheaper. Is. Live is cheaper than the regular Game Pass. Right, exactly. Live not even Ultimate. Well, no, live so you and, could... live and Game Pass are the same price. They're both ten bucks a month. But they just don't. But you know, yeah, live is ten bucks. It's ten bucks a month if you pay for Xbox Live separately. Live is sixty dollars annually, and there's yeah, no sixty dollars annual for Game no, Pass. No no, 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 no. I'm just saying, if you was to do month to month options, who does of, that? No uh, one I, does. A month- lot of people do it. Unfortunately. Ne- the majority of people aren't doing no, I, Xbox I Live say majority, month majority. I said a lot of people. But the thing, but but then you have to have something that's for everyone, not just the 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 small minority that's doing ten dollars well, we a month we Xbox say the Live. Same thing for PlayStation though, because there's a lot of people that aren't buying PlayStation Live. I mean PlayStation Plus in a yearly fashion. They're paying month to month. I have the thing that cr- the and, and, thing and that's, that's why they, they still kept that consistent with yes, like that's they, what I'm saying. Yeah. But, but the but the thing is, is that like the base model, the essential is still the base price, whether it's monthly or annual right. for P- for PS plus. There is no annual for Game Pass. No, well, Game that, Pass is no annual. But that's the difference between PlayStation. And that's the one thing I like that PlayStation did. They actually gave you an annual option compared to what, like that $18 that you're paying for the premium pack. That's That would be, if they didn't have a, 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 a yearly option, that would be more than what Game Pass costs. Because Game Pass, there is no yearly option. I mean, shoot, they don't even give you a discount on the three-month option. They, you pay $44 no matter what. So I think that was the biggest like wow moment for PlayStation because I saw those prices and I was like, huh, only $100, $120 for a year. They're they're actually giving you that option, and I didn't think that was going to be a thing. I thought they, because you know, I thought they wanted to lock people in for more money at a longer period, but they're not doing that. 
So let's move on, man. We've been on this, this first topic. We an hour well, in. Man, we still there's a lot the of people topic. that wanted to talk to hear about that. But uh, shout out to the names of people up in the chat. Shout out to um, Kryptonite. So shout out to Chris Singleton up in the chat. We got Dark Princess up in here. Uh, Blade X up in the chat still. Uh, who else we got up in here? We got RRD up in the chat. Shout out to you. Uh, da, 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 and I, oh, Erodimus. I can't, I can't forget Erodimus. You know, Erodimus. He hasn't, he hasn't, you know, threw any shade at you today yet. I forgot he was here because he hadn't said anything to you yet. Um, we talked about Dorian Gray's comment already, so really appreciate all you guys. Hit the like button if you like the content, and uh, definitely going to move on to the next thing, which is slow mo. <laughs> First of all, what did you think of the? The tweet from um, the tweet from um, Jeff Keeley when the digital event got <laughs> got leaked that it was being canceled for the year twenty twenty two. So it was the, the very definition of messy. <laughs> he all he did was tweet an emoji with a winky, a, a winky face emoji, and it was just like, man, I'm telling you, them commercials and musical acts going to be off the hook yeah. this year he he is going to be look that look he he he's got zero competition now everybody's got to come to him they, it, it will if you're not a major publisher who can just hold their own event whenever they feel like it mm -hmm. you gotta go to jeff Keeley now and his his summer fest in order to to get your game seen in this time frame that everyone universally recognizes is the time frame to show off your game right and so yeah man look look and, and jeff jeff has proven that he he got a spot for you if you want to pay mm, i mean true. one year the vgas capped off with probably one of the worst games created in the past decade, the fast and furious. An absolute awful game that looked like it should have been put on a, on a PS three or a 360 was the game. The last game shown with, with Michelle Rodriguez and Vin Diesel up there trying to pretend like they're gamers, uh, you know, um, announcing the game of the year. And it was just like, Jeff don't care, yo. How how much how much you paying me? Hmm. Sure, you keep whatever slot you want. And so it's it's going to be interesting because I I kind of feel for the smaller the smaller developers who who every now and then would have been like the dark horse game at E three. You know, you would see people who actually were at E three that got a chance to be able to check the game out and be like hey look look out for this one this one's going to be pretty awesome like you're not going to get that anymore because it's all digital now and then and, and again as i said like you're, you're you got people really competing for uh just to get their game shown just to get their game revealed and if you got the money then you're you're good to go but if you don't then you know you're kind of short you know you're gonna have to hope for gamescom or hope for uh, some other show that may pop up later on but uh you know maybe there'll be something that will come out of all of this to be a a new version of e3 but e3 was a relic that had to go the esa has sucked for for years and did nothing to improve things and just basically just made things as, as worse as possible and then the pandemic just kind of put the nail in it i, I don't think we're ever going to get e3 back
Yeah, I, I, that's a, that was the other part of the question. So do we think this is like the final nail in the coffin for E3 when it comes to just relevance? Uh, say that again, I couldn't hear you. I said, do we think this is just the last, the nail in the coffin for relevance? For oh, yeah, this E3? is definitely it. It's it's over. It's over now. Um, It's like, even though they, they said, uh, you know, we'll be back next year. No one believes that. <laughs> like no one believes you're gonna be back next year. They they couldn't. Let, let's just keep it a buck. They 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 tried to do an all digital event this year, like they did last year. Last year, they didn't give publishers enough time to be prepared. A lot of the publishers didn't think they were going to do E3 last year, and then they decided to do it. And then like it, there's there comes a lot of prep for to to get a good show going. Um and without giving those publishers a heads up there there were a lot of shows that was just like you basically well why did you even waste our time and your money even putting this together like shows where it's like they only showed like two games right you know like and and the two games they showed were just like you could have did this in a tweet on a tuesday like this this didn't need to be a e3 thing and clearly the the shows that were decent were the only shows where you knew whether there was going to be E3 or not, they were going to do a show like uh, 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 the Xbox show. Right. They were going to do a show on the date they did it, whether E3 was happening or not. And but like, like they're going to do this year. And so they've been planning probably as right now, they're planning for the show that'll be, that'll happen in June. You know, but meanwhile, other publishers not thinking there was going to be E3 last year around this time period last year were not preparing for anything. Mm -hmm. So this they this year going digital again, they probably could not get enough publishers to come back, especially when it was revealed last year that they were charging these publishers like millions of dollars to be a part of E of of E3, the only people, only publishers who really got into it were people who were already on the board for the ESA, so they felt compelled to do that. But if if it's an all digital event, why am I spending money like I'm I'm paying for floor space? Right. I can just stream an event and not pay you a dime around the same time period and just have nothing to do with E the E3 and, and be just fine. Own, and have it on your own timetable. Exactly. Which is exactly what Nintendo has been doing. Exactly now what, what you know, Sony and Microsoft, and the Microsoft still does it around the time of E3, but like it hasn't been, well, I can't remember the name of the building that they had. The Microsoft, the Microsoft Theater. Well, they have it at the Microsoft Theater, but the Microsoft Theater isn't where E3 is. Oh, you talk about it's at the um, the LA Convention Center, right? So like like they haven't been doing it there. Uh, Nintendo has been all digital with their directs for years. Sony's Sony's last show was what twenty nineteen, I think. There, so like they're done with it. EA is done with it. EA does a whole day event. I forgot. EA Play is what they call it. And they just <laughs> they they, they just talk and play games and 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 reveal stuff occasionally for throughout the course of like six hours. Mm -hmm. They they look once they these publishers realize the power that they have in social media. 
E3 became irrelevant because the same, like, why spend all this money putting a show together around this time period when I could do my own show at my own leisure when my developers are ready to show their stuff and I can save myself some money? Hmm. There's no benefit to it. Yeah, I just... It it sucks too because a lot I I never got a chance to go to E three. Shout out to um, I believe it was I believe it was Blade that said it. Yeah, but shout out to uh, all the people that have been to E three. Oh yeah, Dorian Gray did say he said yeah at least he got to go to uh three E threes. Shout out to you, man. I, I was supposed to go to the one the year before last with the Iron Lords and you know that's when COVID hit. So that was my probably my only opportunity at this point. But yeah, I I do think it's just going to open up the uh, a chance for somebody else to do something um, different. Uh, I don't know how what it could actually be because uh, right now Jeff Keeley just seems to have you know the um, the eyes of everybody inside of the gaming community when it comes to putting on a show like that because at least they feel like they're going to be kind of taken serious when it comes to the presentation, when it comes to that, even though we kind of cringe at 90% of the stuff that happens on those shows. But yeah. uh, I do think that E3 for the most part with the ESA, um, really good, um, really good meme of uh, the ESA being slapped by Jeff Keeley on Twitter too. If you ain't seen that one. No. <laughs> oh, is it, is it Chris Rock and um, you know, but I, I think like, you know, uh, in the, 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 the shifting of things of, of the landscape, so to speak, I think like PAX might be able to on the, at least on the, on the U S side of things, because E3 has always been a, you know, it's always took a place in LA. So therefore it's like an American, uh, event like Gamescom is different game. Either Gamescom used to always in Tokyo game show as well. Uh, as far as people actually going there, will always have a bigger gate and more people there than E3 did. E3 was always supposed to be initially like a games media kind of thing, and then and and but not like really open to the public. And then they eventually opened it to the public, but it's never been uh, as as getting as many people as say like Gamescom gets. Like this doesn't really affect Gamescom um, at all. But I think I wonder if something like PAX would kind of like become more important uh, now that E3 is is officially kind of like pretty much done. You know, now that, you know, like you start to see maybe some developers or maybe some bigger publishers start to take PAX more seriously. Because I think PAX, and look, I've never been the one, so I don't know for certain, but I kind of feel like PAX is more of what you expect from like seeing uh, really good indie games, uh, indie indie developers go there to kind of show off what what they're working on and hopefully get some attention put on that on their game from games media and content creators uh, like ourselves. Yeah. And and now maybe that might turn into something a little bit more than that. You know, I, I think it will be up to the people who run packs to kind of uh, put the wheels in motion and start to network with people decision makers uh and um for publishers and platform holders to try to make that happen but uh i mean we'll see we'll have to see what happens because i i i what i don't want to see is the only thing that that's in this slot is jeff Keeley's Summerfest. like I, I i don't think they've ever been good he's only been he's only done it for two years but so far 
I think he's done a much better job with the VGAs than Summerfest. I find Summerfest to be boring, uh, spread out all throughout the summer. Um, him hyping up events that barely show anything. Uh, him always bringing in like acts, like rock bands from the nineties and stuff. And it's just like, I don't care about these musical acts, bro. I wanted to see games, um, commercials left and right. Yo, Summerfest sucks. I just, just keep it. It's terrible. And I don't think lack of competition is going to make that better. So we, we need, we need something to kind of like, you know, give us a, uh, a a quality uh, event to actually showcase do, what's coming out. Do you actually think Sony will ever get back to doing? Because they've been doing a lot like their PlayStation State of Plays and stuff. They mm-hmm. do them based around particular games, like they did one for Ratchet and Clank. They did it for Returnal. Um, they did it. They do it for all their games now. Do you think we're ever going to get like a Taylor event where they basically just showcase all of PlayStation, or do you think we're going to continue to keep getting the basic, you're not basic, but just the breakdown of all of the just different games as they get closer to when they're coming out? I think Sony is much more on the side of like what Nintendo is doing with their directs than what say microsoft is doing microsoft is still this is what okay so like i think sony is going to do a playstation showcase annually mm-hmm. but they don't have a specific month or season that they do it in they just do it when they got enough stuff to actually put a full like 45 minutes to an hour show together showing you uh what's coming on the horizon and a lot of stuff is new you know right. like when, when when they can come up with like showing you wolverine and spider-man 2 and 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 everything else they got like going on in the future then they'll do a show uh xbox is more on the side of look second week of june you know what you're getting from us you're getting a a, a showcase right and then but what they seem to have done is unofficially use the, the VGAs as the time where they show off stuff too. So they show off like gameplay for games they haven't that are coming out that they haven't shown yet or reveal games for the first time, systems for the first time. Hmm. They're doing that at the VGAs later in the year. Um, when with especially with stuff that maybe wasn't ready to be shown at around the E3 time frame in June, and then Nintendo was just like, "Look, man, you get a direct when we got something to show you," and that's about it. And so I, I think for the platform holders, that that's going to remain consistent. Uh, what what the other third party publishers are going to have to start doing, like your and maybe even so we'll say like take two because take two has never really been like let's do our own conference kind of thing they've always like uh if they got something to show like from rockstar then they'll choose sony stage to show it right but they don't have that that you know they don't have that luxury anymore because there probably won't be an e3 anymore um ubisoft and 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 other publishers like you like third-party publishers they're gonna have to work on their you know doing it all themselves which it seems like they have because like i think ubisoft came out and said i forgot the name of what they call their event but they said they're gonna do it twice a year so they're gonna have one early in the year 
what was it connect uh, is it yeah, the connect something connect you be talking yeah yeah so they're gonna do one early in the year and one later in the year uh, I don't think Ubisoft really has enough content to support that. They should just do one annual and just have a bunch of stuff there mm-hmm. uh, instead of doing two shows because I don't think they actually provide enough content on an annual basis to to really support that and make it a good show, uh, two good shows. But, like, yeah, these third-party publishers are going to have to start doing it all on their own um, and and figuring out their, their way of getting that stuff done because you're not going to get it. You're not going to get half eat three to fall back on anymore yeah it sucks man too i remember some of um my best memories from just sitting here e3 um seeing halo trailers and stuff like that you know you you, i used to literally take off work for e3 like because i wanted to sit at home and be uninterrupted you know stay at home on on sunday not work you know because microsoft did their thing at 12 o'clock and just looking at all the and this is before Twitter was a huge thing, you know, just list just like go online and look at everybody's excitement about things that's coming out and stuff. And then, you know, having to go to work on Monday, get off and, you know, Sony went live at nine o'clock on um, Eastern time on Monday nights and Nintendo would always go Tuesday morning. You know, it, the fact that we, we knew what that cadence was and it was like tried and true year after year after year was uh, really cool, and that's the thing I missed the most about what E3 used to bring, the consolidation of information all in a short period of time. You didn't have to, you know, wait for news to come because you knew the majority of it was going to hit during that um, that cycle. Um, you were you were just going to get more clarification on all of those different things over the course of the next coming weeks and months. But for the most part, the cat was out of the bag, you know, when E3 was the thing. So yeah, to each his own. Uh, what was uh, you know before we move on to um the next thing? What was your favorite moment from just E three in general? Like any E three. Hmm. Yeah, man. Uh, gotta go back into that library, man. Yeah. Like, what was the thing that got you super? Like when you saw, you was like, oh. I man. think probably the reveal of of uh, um. Final Fantasy VII Remake. Okay. That that really, like, I was I was done. I was just like, this is like, and and it's, I, shout out to Sony for like always having those wow moments. Even though it was like when you look back at it, it was like, man, that game didn't even come out for like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like some years. <laughs> that, that game took forever to come out. So it was like, you know. Was it really a wow? It, I mean, it, it was still a wow moment at that time, but it's just that like the impact of it, as far as like actually playing the game, took forever to to come to come to pass. But uh, they had a few moments like that. But I think, but that was probably the biggest one for me. Yeah, might as well always still, you know, go back to Halo because like that's what really got me into it. Just seeing, you know, the renders for the in. This is when this is when I would definitely agree with slow mode that you know in game renders, uh, in game assets are definitely not the same from what you're actually gonna play because those mm-hmm. original those original in game um engine renders of Halo. Uh, Halo Two, when he was going up into the um, the um, the space bay to take the bomb out of the wind, out of the back of the ship, 
that looks so good. They showed like the, the lighting and everything. I was like, oh, no, it looks so cool. And I, it, I literally was the year before it came out and I was super excited. And I remember looking at that trailer slow-mo probably a thousand times, probably in that first week or so. And then every once in a while, whenever I just got an itch to go look at Halo 2 stuff, I would look at that trailer again and again and again. And um, that's probably the most excited I've ever been. Uh, that was probably my most excited time for just gaming in general when it came to something like that, because it was like the last time I've been super excited outside of um, just playing the games in general. Um, for the most part now, you know, the older you get, you just start taking the games as they come out. But I definitely envy you for still being super um, invested in what they show for Final Fantasy, because I, de I definitely did feel that feeling there. It just didn't like it dissipated a lot quicker because you know you kind of become a lot cynical like okay that was really cool but when the heck is that game coming <laughs> right <laughs> so, right and now i was definitely in that camp we were talking about like just like biggest moment well yeah biggest yeah, moment, that was, yeah but like man i was definitely in that camp like four years later like yo what did y'all show and then and then when the news came out that like what they showed was of course it was like you know cg trailer pre-rendered you know like it was nothing like in-game assets right and then they were uh, uh like had to replace the director because it just wasn't like working out trying to get, trying to take what they showed and turn it into an actual game which they eventually did do but you know and, and it looked very very close to uh what was shown in initially in the reveal but it took a long time to get there a really long time and and i don't think anybody who saw first saw that was like oh yeah all right well you know well i'll check that out in 2020. Yeah, <laughs> like nobody yeah. thought that was going to be the case everybody thought it was going to be like 2017 or something at the latest yeah definitely uh yeah shout out to sir taz in the chat i don't know if i mentioned you earlier definitely want to ask um uh, well if you got what was your favorite uh e3 moments in the chat like bring up some of the stuff that some people said in the chat but if you got a favorite e3 moment let us know and we'll definitely uh bring it up but uh shout out to uh chris singleton he says the only e3 he said the only e3 in the in the uh three is three e's in jeff Keeley's name <laughs> oh lord um let's see dorian gray says i only care about the pc gaming show and summer steam sales listen man summer steam sales they used to get me every year but i, I had to take a step back because i was spending way too much money on games that, that literally show terrible <laughs> that pc gaming show for e3 was awful i mean it wasn't the worst but it was pretty bad you oh know? my god it's all of it Let's see. Uh, RK says uh, summer uh, summer fest was bad, so he definitely agrees with you on that slow mo. Um, let's see. Uh, yes, Mike, this is the all times Kings team. Um, shout out to Diller for picking the teams. Um, RRD says the Halo Four reveal was so good. Listen, yeah, the Halo Four reveal at E three was really good too. That's the one thing I will give E three. I mean, not E three. The one thing I will get three four three credit for. They definitely know how to put on the E three show. They definitely know how to show off Halo. It just, mm. I I do like the way they show off. Hey, they just don't do well. It's with the exception of last year. Yeah, <laughs> with the exception. Okay, you're right. With the exception of last year. Last year was pretty not not good um 
Mike says Sony's E3 2016 was fire. Uh, RD says Halo 2 was fire too. Absolutely. Oh, um, we got uh, Rousier. Is it Rousier? Rousier. How do you keep saying this wrong? I don't know because it makes me want to say something. I'll say Rousier. Okay, Rousier. Whatever. All right. You guys think Microsoft will still do BlizzCon in the future? That is an interesting question because yes, know, BlizzCon they will. Is every usually no? Yeah, like yeah, October or yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think. Look, they. You can't have everything that you own at this point all in it one Xbox show. That thing is going to take all day long. So, uh, yeah, BlizzCon is his own thing. It's been going on for years, um, and it's been separate. It's never been a, like a party E3 or anything. It's been his own con. It's on his own convention. It, yeah, they'll 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 keep it keep it going. You know, it's uh, yeah, yeah. It'll it'll. I think it'll, it'll remain separate. I do think some games that. Activision does in general will now be a part of the Xbox show. But I don't think like as far as Blizzard goes, the Blizzard part of uh Activision Blizzard King, I think that will remain part of BlizzCon. So like I don't think you're 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 gonna see like what I, you know, I don't know. Maybe they do will do like a teaser of like Overwatch 2 at the Xbox show. But if you want like the full like here is the gameplay breakdown. Here how are the new characters and here are the new modes, you know, and they get into detail with it, then you're probably gonna want to see that at BlizzCon instead. Right. Uh and they did just release I, I think they released a little bit of um some gameplay concept for Diablo four today. So if you haven't cool. che- haven't checked it out yet myself and Diablo's my favorite IP from Blizzard, so definitely looking forward to what they got there. Uh uh rails air okay rails air okay finally rails air okay I, I, you know i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna see i'm gonna put that in my um my, you keep uh, saying that and you're not so let's just move on you, you, so i can remember you, 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 you're not going to remember it let's am, just move on listen, i am rails air is rails air am i saying it right now so Rails yes air. okay yes Yes. Okay. Whatever. A uh, shout, <laughs> shout out to Brian McHenry. He says my favorite E3 moment was when Sony showed up, showed how to share games with friends on PlayStation. Listen, that was a, a thunderous applause uh, when they did that. <laughs> the whole that was one of the pe- that was probably one of the most um, petty moments in a in a um, in a public setting I've ever seen a company really make. Uh, literally just uh, 24 hours later made Xbox's whole presentation just look bad. Um, let's see. Um, yeah, Dory Gray says BlizzCon is too big. And then uh, Blade X said, when are we going to get a Spider-Man reveal? When you think we're going to get the f- actual reveal of Spider-Man, Slumma? Like what year? 2024? Probably next year. Probably. Next year? I think probably next year, yeah. We'll probably, we, we will see like a full-fledged trailer like that, a teaser thing. Oh. Give give us a little bit more ideas of what of what it's going to be about, but nothing too serious. But I don't think that game's coming out until like twenty twenty four. Yeah. Um. So the poll we had forty seven percent of the people say yeah this is it for E three E three is in a, is in the dumpster. We had thirty two percent say no E three can still come back, and then twenty one percent said who cares E three is probably irrelevant anyway. <laughs> 
at this point. And, you know, shout out to um, everybody that participated in that. So, Slow, let's move over to the third topic. Um, one of my favorite games of all time, or just favorite genres of all time, because the game's not out yet, is um, Breath of the Wild 2. And you had an amazing, I mean, super amazing tweet on the day that it got delayed. And um, I just want you to, you know, you know, why don't you share with the people what that tweet was and what was the context of that tweet, sir? Uh, my tweet basically said that a broken clock is right two times a day. And one of those times is Forte being right about Breath of the Wild 2 being delayed into 2023. I appreciate that, man. You know, every once in a while I'm right. Not, not often. I'm not an insider, not a Nintendo insider. I'm just... It was common sense that this was going to happen. There's no way that game was coming out this year. And y'all can continue to keep holding hope for this, this, um, this, this, um, grand, I mean, uh, God of War coming out this year too. Yeah, this is, this is where you go too far. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And you are and, and look, I, you trying to tell me to stop while I'm ahead. Yes. Okay. Yes. So when, so, stop, when, stop so, so let me ask you this. When grand, uh, I'm about to say it again, grand, when God, uh, God of War gets delayed to 2023, what is that tweet going to say? What kind of sauce is going to be on that tweet? Nothing, because it's not happening. Oh, so you don't even want to think about it, because you don't even want to admit it's that it's not happening. It, it's coming out this year. Okay. All right. Well, you, see, you, you really think Sony, when it comes to first party, is only going to have, they're going to be done with all their games by, by, uh, early march for the rest of the year no they still got they still have uh first spoken coming out that's uh that's not a first party game doesn't matter they're going to consider it something like that no they're not what did they have come out last year at the end of the year what came out in the fourth quarter what came out past september for them last year um nothing i remember nothing when was the latest first party game for them last year ratchet and clank Are you sure? Yes, Ratchet and Clank. Because uh, what was the name of it? Um, Ratchet and Clank was the last first party. The last third party exclusive was um, was um, Deathloop. So okay, so Ratchet and Clank came out in June. In June. I'm just, I'm just trying to tell you, man. Look, okay, so, but still, <laughs> no, this is what I'm saying. No, 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 this is what I'm saying. Oh, no, no, Tactical that's Gamer June. Said, Tactical Gamer said they had Keena, which was what, September? That's not a first party game. Oh, yeah, it's third party, yeah. I mean, well, they, he's, thinking, so, he's thinking third third party exclusive to PlayStation 5. No, yeah, no yeah. I'm talking about just first party games. So June was the latest last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Via Vex says go, the ghost, the Tsushima director's cut, and Death Stranding director's cut. I don't think those really count either because they're like re releases of games that came out like a year earlier. Um, I don't really count director's cuts. Uh, but look, okay, Rats of Paint rip, Ripped Apart was June. was June. You really think for the entire year, Sony is Man. going to be done with first-party content by the by the middle of March? I'm not saying... I'm just saying that they won't... If, if, listen, I... Because I, we don't know what's coming out in the summer. 
Do we think that exactly? So why are we just automatically assuming no. God the War is not coming out until next year? No, I all this is just my belief that Sony will not really because everybody keeps telling me that this game could come out in September. I'm like, or before September. I'm like, okay. I'm just I'm just gonna live on the world. You know what? On when the branch. first God of War, when the first God of War was announced for April, April. in 2018. Yes, April. When did they announce it for April? February. Yes, February. We, so we they announced it two months well, no, they also, before no, they released they it. They announced it for no, but they announced it for that quarter. They just didn't give it a, a date yet. They finally gave it a date. They announced it for the second quarter of twenty. Uh, what, was it, what, what I'm saying is that they, they did a, a short release. They they didn't get. I don't recall them they giving gave, it a quarter. They, did. they said sec, They said spring. They said spring. What the year before in 2017? Yes, they said spring 2018. We just didn't know when in spring. Okay, so instead of that, they've just said 2022. Yes. Instead, what's the problem? Because 2020, okay, because there's a big gap. We're not even halfway through the year. What is the problem? Slow-mo. Okay, you know what? Do you want to put something on? you want to bet on this? No, why is everything got to be a bet? How about you just no, answer listen, the question, no, 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 what is the problem? Look, because cause listen, we're we're both we're both arguing from a different point of view here. I'm arguing from the belief stance that this game ain't coming out. There is no I have no facts behind it saying it's going to happen. It just just like um Breath of the Wild, I feel like they're not gonna release that game this year due to the fact that they kind of want to release that in line with another system. I do think next year they're gonna be starting to talk about that next switch, but I don't know if it's gonna be tied to uh Breath of the Wild, but I also know that they are not just going to release that game in the middle of the holiday, even though and they kind of could with a Zelda game. They're kind of used to the, re the release cadence of it being early in the year. Multiple versions of their games have released early in the year and have done really well. And why fight with position over a holiday season with other games that's coming out when you could just have a whole quarter to yourself? You talking about Nintendo or yeah, you talking about something? No, Nintendo. That's why I said that's the thing. That's the okay, but the, but like you're but, you're 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 mixing what Nintendo does in their marketing and strategy and their release the strategy. The Sony doesn't always do the same. No. Nintendo released when was the last time Sony released a game over the holiday. Hold on, hold on. You no, know, you using Nintendo as an example, and yet when, Nintendo has released Pokemon games and, and, and Smash Bros in 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 the holiday season before. Recently, Absolutely. oh no, they do it with every Pokemon so, game. So, so like, how are you using Nintendo as an example of what Sony may because do? Because we're just talking about certain games, like Pokemon always does it. We Pokemon is always released in November, like the one that they got coming out later this year. I forget the name of uh, the the ones that's coming out this year. They always come out in uh, November. They also didn't release their brand new one, Arceus. They released their re remake, the remakes for um, Sword and Shield. Those were November. But those were ones that they knew people were gonna go out and buy because they were remakes of original games that people loved already. Oh and they were gonna they, 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 but they, but they released games. They released games what? in but, the holiday. But did, but did they do? But did they do Arceus, their brand new Pokemon game like that? No, they said no. We're not gonna risk, you know, the the sales generator on a on a brand new Pokemon game to the holiday. Uh, well, did they did they really say that, or you are you saying that's what they were thinking? No, no I'm just saying that it's common sense. <laughs> That's not common sense. That's just you. That's okay. you projecting on what they were thinking. Okay, okay maybe it is. Or, it or is. like I they released be, it when they did because the game was ready. Well, Soma, be be a, be be the word of your conviction. Do you think God of War is coming out this year? 
Yeah, I think it's coming out this so year. So put put a bet on it. No, I'm not. I'm not putting a bet on anything. Why not? Because that's all you wanted every single time. Because we have best, a. Because that's the best. That's the best barometer to see if you're a word a man of your convictions. I I literally just said I think it's 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 coming out this year. Okay. That's all the conviction you need. Put a monetary gain on it. No, only put money to it. You know, I, I don't care I what you're willing to put. But yes, yeah, so uh, you've lost a lot. I lost once. So you, you lost twice. Which was the other one? You lost. Uh, you, you lost the I whole. Mean, um, I only paid out once. No, well, one, you're about to, you, you're going to lose the games. The games beat uh, thing this year. You, you already lost no, that. Not, you already no, know. We it. haven't lost nothing. It's not the end of the year yet. So uh, I, uh, I, dude, I lost you, one you, time you, so far. You, you are not going to even reach the number I'm at right now. That how about that? What are you at now? Seven. You're okay. not even going to beat seven games this year. So you already know you so, lost that. Okay. You Sounds you good. also lost when you tried to say Xbox was going to outsell Nintendo and Sony in, 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 in this launch window, which didn't happen, and, and you lost that too. So look, I'm doing you a favor, okay? Sounds good. You, you, you keep wanting to bet everything, and, and I'm like, look, I'm tired of taking, taking it from you, man. No, I feel listen, bad. No, Chris Singleton said you make the bet. You're the one saying it won't come out this year. I, I'm trying to make the bet with him. I'm trying to. He don't want to take it. I don't want to take his it's money easy no more. To, in his in his in his words, it's easy money right now. But I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to take, take his it. money no more. He don't want to take my money. He 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 really truly believed that the game's coming out. And like I said, it's not that I don't want the game to come out. I just feel like Sony has never. They haven't. Re- you tell me the last time Sony released a game in the fourth quarter. Nintendo was probably uh, a bad example. But um, the they they Sony did they done? did. And you, you could say it was because they were releasing the console, but they did it in 2020. Yeah, because they were releasing the console. Absolutely. Well, you got to have some. Well, they're not Microsoft releasing a system without a game. Yeah. So, so let's be for real. Uh, let's be for real on that one. Um, but, I, but again, it doesn't even have to be in a holiday. Like there, are, there's like six months in between <laughs> the holiday season and now. They can release the game at any point. They can release it this summer. You know, they can release it in August. They yeah. can they they it could be released then. Like it's just like this whole thought that oh, it's it's definitely not this year, and it's freaking it's April first. Okay, like it's April. Okay. We have eight months left in the year. Like, I, we do. All right. I j- I'm just trying to put feet to fire, and you don't want to take it. I'm tired of taking your money. Well, that's interesting, but you know, it, 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 you just don't want, just don't want to go with the flow on it. But I, I'm with you though. But I do think that Zelda being delayed is good, just because in general a good game cannot be worse because it was delayed it can only be better and um they have a lot of ambitious things that they're trying to do with this game and i did something i want them to make the the world bigger i want them to make it so when you're running through the open world you're not going from one point to another point without seeing any enemies because the as good as the open world is in zelda i do think it was pretty empty when it comes to what you were doing inside of it so I do think it's good that they're um, doing stuff like that. We don't know exactly what the reason for the delay is, but who knows? It could be policy. It could be anything at this point, but I just think it's a good thing that the game's being delayed and being worked on longer. 
Uh, Slow-mo, anything else you want to say about this since you don't want to take my money for some strange reason? Nope, let's move on. Okay. All right, final topic. Let's talk about the allegations of bullying and sexism over at Undead Labs and how people were, you know, talking crap about Sony going through this and Activision Blizzard going through this. And I tried to tell people, I was like, you know, don't, don't, um, don't think that your favorite developer or platform isn't going through these same things and you just don't know about it yet. And, um, seems to be that, you know, uh, Microsoft Studios definitely dealing with it. It does seem like it has gotten better. Um, cause a lot of the, uh, a lot of the reports are saying that over the last couple of years it's gotten better, but they just want to see the plat, the, the actual game, um, progress under the, uh, way that it's doing now, but slow-mo, um, why don't you go ahead and tell me what you think about just this situation in general? Uh, and labs. Yep. Um, how about I was super shocked that game is still in pre-production. <laughs> oh yeah. That's definitely a thing. I, I didn't even think about that. How about I was shocked of how they decided to like basically based upon what the developers were saying about how they were choosing to develop this game was that they had like these devs siloed and and these small little teams working on like aspects of the game, but not necessarily speaking to one another and making sure like this is was stuff that was going to work. It just seemed really it seemed like it seemed like here is a, a developer that is moving from AAA to AAA, but they don't know how to do it. Mm-hmm. And so that's just on the the game development aspect of things. Uh then you got all the 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 minimizing of of, of women's voices uh to the point where it's just like women are being talked over in meetings uh ideas are not being listened to uh uh you got your typical hr is not your friend Mm -hmm. and not helping you and you got your typical uh just (laughs) uh all kinds of foods like i I, that just ran out here apparently like had like mentally checked out and physically checked out because he wasn't even in the office for a long time before he finally uh officially moved on mm-hmm. it you know it's i i've said this for years and people told me i was crazy for saying it people some people still think that i don't i don't know what i'm talking about when i say this but they can't provide any evidence or any facts to to, to counter what i'm saying when i say that you know, you know microsoft's whole kumbaya hands-off approach is a double-edged sword and the people can't wrap their head around a publisher of that magnitude just approving things and just allowing people to spend money without any kind of oversight without any kind of direction and without any kind of 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 pushback when things go awry you know but we've seen it with other publishers anthem was a game that was in development for years before they finally figured out that the publisher, the, the developer Bioware had no idea what they were doing with the game and had, and went four years 
without getting out of pre-production, they actually make the game. Mm-hmm. Why is it any different for, for Microsoft? Microsoft, this is the this is Microsoft Xbox Game Studios. Look, I'm not trying to be mean here. Okay, I'm not. But how do you allow Rare to show Everwild? They don't know what the game is. Who approved that? So what what is it? What is it here? Are they so out of touch that they would allow Rare to just say, yeah, 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 go ahead and show this right now. Deer with with fluorescent antlers and, and people dancing around the fire. What's the game? Don't know yet. We'll figure it out. Not once, but twice. They showed it twice and still didn't have an idea what the game was. Those people are going around saying, oh, you got to make games like this. Those people are micromanaging their studios. No, they're not. Mm Mm-hmm. With this, with this shows, as I said, a double-edged sword. The studios that don't need to be micromanaged, they're gonna be just fine. Your double fine, oh, you know what? Double, no, all all Schaefer needed was some money. Just give me the money. Already, he showed with Psychonauts too. We could be a game of the year contender nominee, and all I got was Microsoft's funding for like the last quarter of development of the game. Imagine what we're going to do in the next one. Obsidian. All they needed was the money. Ninja Theory. Hey, imagine with the money, how much more we can use our in-house proprietary mocap for our games. Just give us the money. And that's fine. Let them do them. I'll even add the Coalition, Turn 10, and Playground in there. Even though you know, the stuff coming out from Playground ain't exactly the, the, the nicest that you want to hear either, right? Mm. True. But, but then Undead Labs, what have they proven? They What they proven was that their their uh, the social media people don't know what AAA mean. Because with State of the K2, when, so, when someone asks if it's going to be AAA, they say AAA all the way. They rhyming out here. But do you know what AAA means? Because your game wasn't AAA. It wasn't. So now you got you got, you know, the studio head saying that the budgets, biggest budget they've ever had, massive AAA game they're doing. They're getting mocap in there. They're doing performance capture. They're trying to, you know, they're trying to jazz it up. They're trying to be a they're trying to make the game what the original vision of the game was supposed to be. The first state decay, yeah, but you don't know how to get there. And the guy that originally like was pioneering all that, oh, he's gone. He 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 admitted eighty percent of the money for the sale of Undead Labs went to him and his wife. Twenty percent of that, this is in the article. Twenty percent of that went to you know some of the key people that helped found Undead Labs, which was like a dozen. And he's out. He's gone. So, 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 what are you doing? 
<laughs> and and you know, it it seems to me that and look, I'm not a producer, right? For 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 a publisher, but it seems to me that if you're nurturing talent, if you're trying to nurture these studios, right? That you can't treat them all the same because not all of them are at the same place. Right. Some of them have had a established culture for decades. Like Sony, I don't think is going to treat and actually you can pretty much see so far they wouldn't treat Bungie the same way they treat Haven Studios. Although Haven is being ran by a veteran like Jay Raymond. It's a brand new studio. They're a year old. Mm-hmm. Bungie's been around for decades. There's a difference. Xbox shouldn't be treating Undead Labs the way they treat Obsidian. You just you you can't do that. Because there's nothing they can say to Obsidian about how to make a Western RPG. They know how to do that. You can't tell them anything about that. They're the experts here. But Undead Labs? Undead Labs who hasn't released a, a game that has at least an 80 Metacritic yet? Undead Labs that hasn't released a game that wasn't a buggy mess at launch? That Undead Labs? No. You don't treat them with like, hey, you guys, I'll just, just just make your game. We'll, we'll check in every now and then, see how things are going. Yeah, you know what? How many times do we got to hear from developers that they wished Microsoft was more hands-on? Yeah. We heard it from the initiative, Undead Labs. We heard it from 343 devs who said they wish Microsoft would have came in and, and took care of some of the, the, uh, the issues, the back and forth before, before Staten got there, of course. And it's just like, this is a consistent, consistent theme that we see that we hear from these studios internally. Now, of course we haven't heard from all of them, right? Right. We don't know what's going on at Compulsion. We don't know what's going on. At uh at, at turn ten, we don't know what's going on at in exile. But for one, the ones that we have heard what's going on, it's been a consistent theme. And and the theme is that the parents ain't home. And the, kids, and the kids got a got a, a credit card with no limit. And homework not getting done, and the grades suck. Progress report not looking too good. And, and what are the parents doing about it? So yeah, uh, my I'm I'm done with my rant. That's how I feel about it. I'm 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 just tired of seeing the same reports over and over again. I'm now a year ago, two years ago, I thought in 2023 they about to be dropping game after game after game after game. Mm. Now. Mm. <laughs> Now, how many of these the games that we thought would be coming out in 2023? How many did we find out still in pre-production? Yeah, that's true. Damn near all of them. Still in pre-production. Hellblade 2. Still in pre-production. State of K3. Still in pre-production. Perfect Dark. 
just getting on track. Fable. Twenty twenty three. So look, I hate to sound like the the negative Nancy over here or the neg the negative Megan. I'm a dude. Negative Megan, right? That sounds better, you know. Spike back Megan, right? Mm-hmm. No, but just like it, it doesn't look good. And I and I hope it turns out great. And I love the fact that apparently, like the the way that that Kotaku article stated it, that they got things on track. One day labs, things are better. At least, at least culturally, at least women are being listened to now. Yeah, let's give a hand clap to that. They're listening to the to women now. They they aren't being shouted down when they have an idea in the in the meeting room. So, so we're making progress, but come on, man! Can, can I can I get a can I get a, a a a success story out here? Can we can we get something? Hopefully, E three got you know some stuff looking good. Yeah, because no. right now, <laughs> eh, you know, like I mean. You got Starfield coming out in November. Redfall was supposed to be summer, but we still ain't got a release date on, on Redfall. We ain't got gameplay. We ain't got gameplay. We ain't seen a single three-second screenshot of anything. Yeah. Ain't seen a gif of gameplay or nothing. Character breakdown, nothing. Nothing to Redfall. Supposed to be in summer. Okay. I mean, I don't like. I don't know. It, it ain't looking too hot. I hope for the best, though. Hope for the best. Yeah, I mean that's kind of awesome prayers. That's how I kind of feel with it at this point because I'm just tired of just the same narrative, the same merry-go-round, the same you know Ferris wheel. It just seems to be this never ending, you know, story of, you know, not listening to women, not, you know, equal inequality and stuff. It just seems to be a very huge disconnect across, you know, not just the, um, the gaming community, but that's just the world in general. And, you know, you kind of, at a certain point it becomes like white noise and something that just seems like background, like, if you're not if it's not happening you feel like okay what's really wrong then you know this is actually not happening here and stuff like that and um you should never be surprised to hear success stories just like you should have to be worried that every publisher of every game that you want to play is having some type of situation when it comes to just morale and stuff at work you know it's just this disconnect that i never truly just understood you know everybody should have a voice on some type of project when it comes to that you know even if the voice isn't a good voice when it comes to exactly the direction you want to go in but to feel like you're not even valued as an opinion is yeah, or, or at least respect the organizational hierarchy the report right. that the, some of the women that were being ignored were like think the senior the yeah. people leading the team uh, how you you just ignoring like the the I, head of art 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 the, the art director your the art and stuff. How, how is that the, the head of, of of environment art you just yeah forget forget what kathy guys say let's let's just what are you doing what is happening like why I, I, 
You know what? I'm gonna be mean for a second. Cause Uh-oh. look, it, it's been that kind of week, and I don't give a damn, right? Okay, let's go. What kind of incel loser who ain't never touched a woman before kind of person are you that you can't even respect someone who is in senior authority because they're a woman? What is wrong? Like, what kind of limp genitalia? I'm trying to be PC here because at DPS, we're not trying to get too vulgar, but what kind of limp, flaccid attitude is that? That, like, you, you just can't handle that uh, there's a woman in charge? You just can't handle that that some women may have an idea that might be a good idea where you got to wait until Craig steals the idea to say it was a good idea? What kind of loser are you? Like, did you just not date women in high school or something? Or college? Dag, not even in college. College is easy. College I mean, easy. shoot, back in the day before Netflix and chill was like, hey, you want to hang out and watch a movie? Everybody knew what that meant. It was easy. It was easy. You wouldn't even doing that. You, you that bad? You down that bad. And so now you at work taking out your frustrations on the women who just trying to do their job. Disgusting. Pathetic. Yeah. <laughs> I, do better. I, I love your, just do better. I love your analogies. And if I had to tell you, you know, just like everybody in the chat's been telling you, um, they love you too. I love you too, slow mo. I thank you. I love you too. I love me. every I love everything that you do for 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 us when it comes to the information you give. But it's just it's sad. It's sad to see that we will most likely never escape from the criticisms and just overall hierarchy of how people feel like they are they matter more than other people. Like my opinion matters more to you. I mean, I can understand, you know, everybody wants to be the reason something succeeds and everybody wants to be the reason that we um, we accomplish what we accomplish, but you still don't do that without a team. And right. in the team is how these things come together. You know, unless you're a team of two people or one person that made some of these amazing experiences out there, you should be trying to celebrate the people that help you get that product on the shelf as much as possible, you know, no matter what media you're in. And uh, it just comes back to people do not, they do not respect each other. And if you're not going to respect each other, how do you expect other people to want to respect you? But, you know, people, that's what they, that's what they want. They just, they just want all the accolades without actually having to share the accolades with anybody else. And, in general, this is just going to be a, a situation and a conversation that's going to continue until we get into a point where there's leadership put in place that thinks differently. And a lot of these companies are run by, you know, you know, generic thinking people. I'm not saying that all these companies are, but, you know, until you get forward thinking people that value people's opinions and stuff, that's when you normally see the culture change. And even then it's even harder because you still have to get that culture to be supported across the multiple um, instances of all the people that are working in your company, because nobody is trying to tell people that they need to be like everybody else. You know, we're not robots. We are people and, you know, people have feelings and you can't expect everybody to act the same. But when you're doing that, it just should come back to the reality that, we should just respect each other more. And that's definitely not something that's been going on inside our community or just in gaming in general or whatever media you're in. But uh, 
Yeah, Slomo, I, I really appreciate what you said because that kind of, you know, hits home because I, 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 I manage a bunch of people. And, and, you know, I know you have a lot of people that report to you, too, and a lot of the people in our chat. We have people that report to them if they're in a senior leadership position or anything like that or just, you know, your kids or your family, you know, anybody, you know, respect is given um, when it's earned, not just because you're here. You know, and that's the thing that people kind of miss out of this whole scenario. But what else do you think about you? Are you you pretty much said you done with the conversation because you don't want to? Oh yeah, I'm done. I'm 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 tapped out, man. I I I I said what I had to say. I like like I said, like I'm tired of seeing these kind of reports, and and it's not. I'm not singling out Xbox Game Studios because it's not like this is the first time we've heard anything like this. Right. We heard this stuff at Bungie, at Activision Blizzard. Um. Ubisoft, it, it's 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 rampant all across the industry, and what I see is a lot of rampant flaccidness going on across the industry right now. It's just a lot of uh, uh, flaccid mentality men out here that that can't handle being able to work uh, and collaborate uh, and, and with equal input from other people not just women but also minorities people from different cultures people from different walks of life now everybody i'm sorry like the world isn't like just cis white males bro it's not so you get guy get over it and work with people that uh you may not have a lot of uh uh a lot of uh um um inf- not influence but a lot of uh time around and, and that's a part of life grow up yeah get your get your job done they're trying to do their job how about you do you do yours yeah definitely yeah that's all i got man cool well um shout out to the ash and luca with the five dollar holla thoughts thoughts <laughs> thoughts you know luca it's uh only that she didn't do is put her traditional eyes and lips on that one but uh you know it's funny um i i did that uh elden ring review mm-hmm. and i i fully expected somebody in the comments to to make a a comment about the password that i had in there because <laughs> the password was thoughts, was thoughts. <laughs> for, for for the multiplayer <laughs> And I showed it, and nobody, like, not a single person. So I don't know what it was. Either people just didn't notice it, or people was like, people's passwords, they've been given to their friends to do multiplayer in Elden Ring. It's so much worse than that that they just thought that was nothing. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, but I, I just, like, I was fully expecting somebody to go, thoughts, LOL. Yeah. And no, out of 51 comments, 50 plus, co- whatever comments mm-hmm. on my video, literally nobody had anything to say about it. I was sh- completely shocked. No, man. Shout out to Luca, man. Can't wait for her to, can't wait for her to drag through um, Sir Taz so they can play. I know he's giving her, he's going to give her a little break. But you know what, Taz? You might want to get her playing uh, Elden Ring before, you know, it's too late because. You know, right now she's still got the bug. You know, sooner or later she's going to, you know, die of frustration from that game because she's going to be completely done with it. And she's going to be like, oh, do you really want me to play this with you? Uh, I'll do it, Taz. I'll do it. I'll do it. But I put over 300 hours in this game. So you might want to get her now while she's still hot with the game. 
before um she falls off completely um yeah <laughs> but uh, or 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 you could get slowbo to help you well he's on xbox though uh, i mean you can get on xbox too Nah, i'm i'm good i'm about i'm about to get this platinum and i i might have to uninstall this game so i can get back to playing another game oh, so. oh wait wait so what well, you're speaking of which so you have officially found another game that you just want to know life and the in the in the in the way you're going to solve that is by getting the platinum and deleting it how does yeah. it, how does it feel to be a slave of a game doesn't feel good at all because <laughs> i want to play other stuff but then like i sit down to play other stuff and then my hands just drift over to the dual sense and then i'm turned on the playstation and i'm like but this doesn't look like tiny tito wonderland <laughs> and and his elden ring and it's just like how did this happen again Lord, so yeah, it's it's gotta go. Yeah. I gotta I gotta I gotta get this platinum. I gotta get two more endings. I only got two trophies left. Two endings. I need to get these two endings and get this thing off of my SSD ASAP. I like how you went from being a person that thought you know from software games were janky mm-hmm. to a person that literally platinums. Them, hey, you know? look, you, man. I it, it's there's some things. Hey, look, let me not. I mean, uh, look, we, 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 I ain't trying to be here all night. I'm with we you. can let's, let's go ahead and just no, we can we, wrap this we, up. We can get up out of here. Dorian Gray says, "I'm happy. I'm a happy, willing slave to Valorant." Oh man, see, look, look the, the the online multiplayer games that have a good gameplay loop uh-huh. and a lot of uh, and a lot of uh, uh, a learning curve. Because I think Valorant, like, look, I I played a little bit of Valorant, but there's no controller support, so that's a no go for me. On a competitive level, <laughs> just if I gotta do mouse and keyboard, mm-mm. yeah, that's what but I, yeah, learning the characters and then mastering them and all that stuff like, I mean, that stuff takes time, man. It does, it yeah. does. Uh, RRD, my favorite controller is the Elite controller. I, I'm more of an Xbox person because I'd like the um, the um, offset thumbsticks, it just feels more comfortable when I'm playing shooters and stuff. Um, I don't mind when I'm playing like third person action adventure games like Sony has and stuff because it's not like it's hard to play on a PS4 or PS5 DualSense or anything like that. I just prefer the Xbox controller layout more. Uh, and then I'm just, I just can't play with anything other than an Elite controller at this point. When, when, when my Elite controller dies, which inevitably everybody in here, their, their Elite controller will die at some point in one way or another. Um, just make sure you have a warranty to take care of it. But um, with that being said, guys, really appreciate everybody coming through. Shout out to the almost 45 people we had up in the chat on a off day when it comes to Friday. We will be back next week on Thursday at our normal time on a homies channel, Slomo Backslap. And um, and with that being said, so Slomo, why don't we let these people know where they can find you and what's going on with you and your channel over the next week? Um, you can find me at Slomo Backslap on uh YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. Um, I I probably depending on the time or when I get the chance to, will be streaming uh the new content for the Division Two on the public test server for PC uh that just came out. So there's a new mode. I haven't I have no idea what it is, and 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 they have been completely mum on any information until 
showing uh allowing people access to it today so uh, i might stream that tomorrow on my twitch channel um otherwise on the youtube channel check out my review for elden ring um i i, I think i'm pretty proud of it I, I put a lot of time into it please check it out uh as far as new content um expect something probably be by monday we'll see what happens um and also as forte said TPS podcast next week, 9 p.m. Uh, back to our regular day at uh, thir- Thursday, um, Eastern Standard Time, 9 p.m. Um, on my channel. And I hope you guys have a great weekend. Absolutely. What's that? What's the views on that channel, that video up to now? I don't know, for something, 4K. So something proud like that. of you, man. That's so good. Did you make that uh, follow up video like I asked you to? Probably I not. sure did not. Oh. I surely did not. Yeah. Oh. But look, like, I'll. Dang. I will make something whenever. I got you. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. Dorian Gray says they actually uh breath of breath of life and oh they breathe breath of life into um division two. Uh, Slomo will be he would love it if they actually did something with division two. Well, I mean they are they that's what the the stuff that's in the the public test service the new content that they've been working on. Uh, we'll talk about that next week because I definitely didn't know they were doing that because I definitely want to jump in. You know I kind of need to just go ahead and finish the campaign, but I started that game so late behind people. The campaign. I I never beat the campaign. Oh, wow. Oh, you All know right. what? That's another campaign I could beat, slow mo. <laughs> you still wouldn't catch up. So go ahead, <laughs> go on, fam. Well, I bet two. That would be three. You're only what four ahead of me. Well, you're five ahead of me right now. It's okay. Yeah. We're halfway through the year almost. So, uh okay. oh, what uh, what about you? Uh, what about uh, to do after the show? Oh, what am I about to do after the show? Uh, whatever you want to do, Taz. You know, always down for the fire team. We can get Luca involved. It'd be even better. Um, shout out to um, you guys, man. Really appreciate you, Taz. Hit me up on um xbox live or wherever luca same thing if you're jumping on slow-mo i appreciate you and um everybody know where they can find me because you're already here check it check me out on twitter also check me out on xbox live and playstation at the same gamer tag gaming forte and we will see you guys next week for another episode peace